Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Christy. We are having conversations of a not-so-balanced life. Our goal here is to help you get past the good enough phase of life and begin your growth journey. We are a community of women supporting women. That's right. And today we are going to talk about our word of the year. Yay! I feel like we've mentioned it. <laughs> I know this. we've mentioned this a lot um, on our Instagram page and on previous podcasts. And today we're actually going to dive into it and tell you a little bit more about what it is, why we do it, and how it's helped us. So first, I would like to say this. Christy has the best husband in the whole wide world. And Brandon, if you're listening, thank you so much. He just sent me the sweetest text message. He um, has been listening to our conversations and he loves them. I just shout out to Christy's husband for being awesome and all supporting. He is awesome. Okay. So back to, you know, why we're here. Word <laughs> of the year. Chrissy, why, this is your thing, and I just kind of tacked onto it. So, yeah, get us started. So, word of the year, oof, six, seven years ago now, I it was getting close to January, and I was like, okay, what's my New Year's resolution going to be for this year? And I kicked around various ideas and, you know, kind of made a list, and I'm like, eh, all right, we'll try this. But as I got closer, it was just like nothing felt right. I didn't just did nothing was sitting well. So I started to ponder other options. And somehow I came across this idea to choose a word for the year versus a New Year's resolution. And I was like, hey, I don't know that I've ever kept a New Year's resolution. Maybe I should try something different. <laughs> I love that. And so out of that, I decided to try something different and chose a word for my year. So that was, you know, like you said, six years ago. So what was your first word of the year and how did you decide it? So my first ever word was discovery. And, you know, it, it grew out of this need to change my life in some way. I had gotten to what we had talked about in earlier episodes, just that I was in that phase where everything felt like it was all right. It was good enough, but there had to be more out there. And so I started just kind of throwing it out to the universe to help me figure out like next steps. And it kept coming back for me to needing to do some self-discovery. Um, and so discovery just felt like that perfect word to start the year and kind of help me focus the year on figuring out who I am and what I want. And I think looking back, that was a really good place for me to start because I think we go through life and we're checking all the boxes of the things we have to do. And I think as a society, we do a bad job of helping people actually figure out what it is that they want versus what we think they should do. Yeah. Versus the expectations. Yeah. And we've, and we've, touched on that a bit before, but you know, the expectations of graduate high school, you go to college, you get married, you have babies, like these are well, the steps and these are the right things and these are the paths and, and that's all nonsense. Well, and how many people actually know what they want to be when they grow up, when they go to, go to college? Some people do and that's awesome. I was not that person. And I wasn't either. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I think that's <laughs> what part of this is that we're doing right now is figuring that out. I have been in everything that I've done in my whole life. I've never felt exactly right where I'm supposed to be until this moment in time. I'm not sure why this moment in time feels exactly right for me, but it it does. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to one of the years. <laughs> that's called alignment, Megan. And that's oh. when, when you are living in your values and doing the things that you value daily. That's when it feels like you're doing the right thing. I love you. <laughs> Yes. So for those of you who are out of alignment, I guess this is a good, 
it's a good place to start word of the year. So you started with discovery. And I think that that's a great foundation for, like you said, determining where you wanted to be and what you wanted to do. And I'm pretty sure when you were discovering, I was rolling my eyes at you because I thought this was complete nonsense. Absolutely did. Love you. Yep. Okay. (laughs) So what, what did you choose for your second year after you discovered yourself? (laughs) (laughs) The best way to say that. Oh gosh. So my second word was intention. And that's when I really started to realize or be aware of my thoughts and my actions and kind of how they were, you know, playing out in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, I started figuring out who I am and what I wanted. And I really realized that's not where I was in my life at the moment. And so then I'm like, well, what do I do from here? How do I, how do I get from this point A where I am in this blog good enough to something that feels good daily? And at the time it felt super overwhelming and like I was never going to get there. You know, there was just endless amounts of work to do, but looking back, it feels easy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that's, I think that's with all things, right? It, it, looking back, it's easy to say, gosh, look at all the things that, you know, I did to get here. Yeah. But when you actually like dive into, it was a lot of work while you were doing it. Well, and I feel like sometimes you don't even realize you're doing work when you're doing work, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you feel kind of stuck and like things aren't happening. And I think some of the time that is us being resistant to the process. Mm-hmm. And yeah. W- one of the quotes that keeps coming up for me lately is be more like a river and less like a rock. And I think, <laughs> I mean, Sorry. but it, I feel like, you know, at first you laugh at it because <laughs> it's a little silly, but if you look at the deeper meaning of it and, and it speaks to you, then yeah, it's an affirmation. Something you, you know, you post up on your wall and you read it every day and it helps you make those decisions each day. Yeah. And be just re- less resistant to life happening versus me trying to control it. And so what happened after intention? So my third word of the year was energy. And that was the idea of recognizing not only my own energy and the energy that I'm you know, putting out into the world, but energy of others. Like, have you ever hung out with someone and you just get like that weird vibe and they almost drain you and make you feel kind of blah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Most people for me. <laughs> so I started recognizing that and being unwilling to be around people who made me feel that way. Wow. That's powerful. Life short. Like why be unhappy? Yes. So I think, you know, for me, there were several people who were pretty important people in my life that I kind of removed my removed myself from or at least limited my interactions with those people. And I definitely immediately saw a shift in myself. And so I think it's important. Yeah, to because you, especially as an empath, you pick up yeah. on other people's energy and you turn it into your own. And so, you know, it makes it even harder to get out of these situations. So I love that energy was that that next step for you. So, all right. So it was discovery, intention, energy, and then what happened? Presence. Year four was really the idea of kind of getting out of my own head and A, being present in the moment, and then also starting to try to come to the table every day as the real me. I tend to, and maybe, you know, it's the empath in me. I'm not sure, but I can be a chameleon in an environment if I need to be. And like, I almost... What a great way to say that. I feel like you have such a way with words and I embody 
that description so much. And I think a lot of us do. We we tend to feel off the energy of the room and then adjust accordingly. And I haven't stopped do- doing that per se if the situation necessitates. But I started bringing my own energy to the table and sort of leading with it's that. It's so exhausting to be a chameleon, though. It, like, it, it is. is so, it is so draining and so exhausting to try to match everybody else in the room versus just being who you are. And I don't want to be in situations anymore where I have to be somebody else. If I feel yeah. like what I've realized for myself is I find that I feel in alignment with the world and I feel happy when I can be me. So if I find myself in a situation where I can't, then to me, what that tells me is it's not the right situation for me and I need to mm-hmm. remove myself from it. Oh, you have one more, right? Oh, yes. So the word for 2021 is courage. That was really, you know, I had kind of, I, I knew that I needed to be able to, to sit more in authenticity and be myself. And I also knew there was a lot of work I needed to do around just having the courage to sit in my emotions and speak my truth to the world. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where that came from. Yeah. I, and I also love the word courage and I'll talk about why in a second, but how do you choose your words of the year? So I have a process that I do and I kind of throw it out to the universe a little bit, but I also have a little bit of a process. I tend to look back at, you know, the way that the year has gone and I I look at several things. I try to take an inventory of what went well for the year, what didn't go well, and what do I want more of moving forward that I'm not currently getting? I start there. It's like you give yourself a performance evaluation every year. (laughs) Kind of. I think it's just a really good way for me to sit down and make sure that going back to that word alignment, that like I'm aligned with the things that I care about. Mm -hmm. So I look at my values. I look at how I'm actually spending my time and see if those things align. If they don't, then I start looking at, okay, well, what do I need to do to make my next year feel the way I want it to feel or get to whatever goal I have? And sometimes it, you know, sometimes it's a goal. Sometimes it's more of a, what do I want to feel for the next year? Or what am I trying to uncover that's not currently where I need it to be? And then I just start making a list of words. And I have found, so I normally do a Pinterest board and sometimes I'll start like popping things into my Pinterest board, not really knowing what the word's going to be. And then I'll have a, a sort of a running list. And just as they don't make sense to stay on the list, I'll cross them off. Maybe I'll add another one. And then at some point, I just make a decision and go with it. But Mm -hmm. even if you go with it, if it doesn't feel right, come February, it's your word, your year, your life. You can change it. Yeah, I have such a hard time changing my mind after I commit to something. So I think that reminder to people that although you have committed to this, it's okay to make a change. Like you don't have to stay with it full transparency and to be just show you guys that it's okay. So for 2022, I had already decided on my word, but Mm -hmm. I'm not positive it's going to continue to be my word as the year has gone on and things have evolved. It was abundance. Maybe it will stay that way, but I'm sort of still evaluating whether or not it's going to. Well, and I think that's important. I, so when you started this, I always, you know, you, you talked about it with me and I'm cynical and I just didn't believe in the magic of word of the year. And I was a skeptic and I resisted for a number of years. I, I started this year, 2021 has been my first year that I've chosen a word of the year. 2019, I made the decision for myself and my family that I needed to do something about the good enough that I was in. And 2020 was 2020. <laughs> it was just a cluster of a year for everybody. Um, and living was exhausting. And so while I had made the decision I was going to do something about it, 2020 was not the year that I wanted to do something about it. 
Absolutely. So I just, I made the decision. This is too hard and no. So my word for 2021 was courage. While that's the same word as Christy, it's very different intention for me. It was making decisions in courage. It was for my professional growth and it was for my personal growth. It was important for me that I started to make decisions and was brave about them. And that was why I chose uh, courage for my year for, for 2021. And so For 2022, I've given this a lot of thought and mine's more of a phrase than a specific word. This year has progressed and I've seen how much has come out of making decisions with courage and through courage and how I've grown. Next year, I'm going to live with purpose. I want to make decisions for me and my family with purpose. Now, so what is it? I, f- I feel mm-hmm. like since I sort of led this charge, it's not as, you know, it's not as good for me to speak to. What does choosing a word of the year do for you? How does it help you with your growth? So I find myself in my moments, like my peak moments of my, my breaking point almost. When I find myself at a breaking point, I look to that word to say, what's the next right thing within this spot of courage? So what I plan to do next year and live with purpose is when I hit that point, for me, I'm going to say, okay, what's my purpose? What's my goal here? And that will help me kind of get through that decision and that next step. It's interesting to me that you, you talked, touched on this on our last podcast, but you write down your values and you establish, you know, what your values are and how you spend your time. And, you know, from that point of self-discovery is how you kind of get your word, right? That's part of your process. I've never done that before, but that's not to say that I don't have values because of course I do. You know, there are, you know, hard and fast things that I stand by that are my values. And I think part of my next year will be defining what those are. For 2022, I was going to say 2021, that is this year. For 2022, I am working on a values workshop to help you uncover those values. So stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned for that because I think it's super important. I think you sort of inherently know what your values are, but if you don't really put those words to them, mm-hmm. they're just kind of out there in the ether. Yeah. And I feel like it's why you choose a word of the year too, right? Like if you see it, you can visualize it. It helps you stay focused. Exactly. And just live with intention. So when you're unsure what to do, you can go back to whatever your word or go back to your values and it can help you make that next decision as to what step to take next. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, that's what I hope to come out of this next year. So stay tuned. Think for our challenge for today, because you know, each podcast we like to leave challenge for you listening. And so our challenge is for all of you, take some time, discover your values. And if you don't know how, then tune into Christy's workshop, but try to think about what your word of the year might be for yourself. Maybe you need to be in a discovery phase. Maybe you already are past the discovery phase and didn't even realize you were in it and you're ready for the next step. For everybody, it's going to be different. So you don't have to use the words that we've given as examples as your word. It could be anything. It doesn't even have to be a word. It could be a phrase. Exactly. You do you. One of the biggest things that Megan and I have found by using this as a tool in our lives is just, you know, like small focused growth over time equals big impact in in your life. Yes. So if you're ready to try out this tool and choose a word for 2022, or maybe you've done it in the past, but it hasn't been a super great experience for you and you want to give it another go, head over to our website. It is intentionalasamother.com. We have a word of the year worksheet, and then we also have a workshop 
coming up in December that you can sign up for, send us an email at hello at intentionalizemother.com if you have any questions or want more information. So, and I just want to say, if you are listening to this and you're considering a word of the year and you're stuck, email us, talk to us, join our conversation and let us see how we can help you. If you can't join the workshop in December, maybe there's something that we can do offline for you individually, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to cultivate the growth of you. So if, if there's something that you need, reach out. So I have an am I normal? So I will go first because I've been, you know, it's funny because I wrote this down. I was sitting in this the other day and I tend to overthink things. I know it's really hard to believe, <laughs> but I do. And when I end conversations and I say goodbye, I will think about our conversation for years later. If there was a moment that I misspoke during our conversation, like I could recite exact moments of this is what so-and-so was wearing during this conversation that I had six years ago where we ended the conversation and I was really unhappy with what I said. Is that normal? (laughs) So I would say probably yes. I don't, I definitely don't do that at anything like that anymore, but I've been able to get out of my head a little bit in the last six years. Right. So I think that I I used to do that more with like public speaking. And that was a, that was something that I was super fearful of, which a lot of people may not know, especially because I used to have a job where I would speak in front of like 300 people. It's true. (laughs) But you know that, and I would like replay in my mind things that I said and I'm like, oh my God. It's the worst. It's absolutely the worst because I can't stop what's coming out of my mouth. It just happens. And then I regret it almost instantly. But what you can do is stop the way that your brain processes those moments with that. Some of the retraining your brain stuff that we've talked about before. (laughs) I will. Yes, 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 you can. Okay. With effort. Yeah. All right. But absolutely. I think you're absolutely normal. I think a lot of us tend to overthink a lot of things. And I think it goes back to the idea or the thing that we need to remember is that you are likely the only one that is still thinking about that five minutes later. Am I though? Because what if that person is still, you know, up at night thinking about the same thing that I misspoke about during our conversation eight years ago? It could happen. (laughs) (laughs) It's likely happening right now. Well, if you're that worried about it, then you call that person or email that person and you tell them you are sorry for the thing you said eight years ago. <laughs> and you just clear, clear your plate. All right. So I feel like that was also Ask Christy. Like, I feel like that just kind of a, a totally aligned. So do you have an Am I Normal? Yes. So I went to the dentist this morning and here's my Am I Normal. Am, I love getting my teeth cleaned. Am I normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I th- I'm sure that there are people in the universe that uh, do enjoy getting their teeth cleaned, which is funny that you say that because I spoke with you just before you went in there and you were dreading the act of getting your teeth cleaned. No, I was just dreading going. I think because I don't leave my neighborhood a whole lot. <laughs> the act of seeing other people is very exhausting, right? I think for me, it was it was just, yeah, just like I had other stuff I needed to be focused on. So an hour at the dentist just felt like a lot of time when I could be working or, you know. It me one hour to go eight miles this morning to pick up my car at the shop. And I <laughs> have never 
been more irritated in my entire adult life. I feel like that's one of those moments where in life where, you know, that's triggering because you do feel like you're wasting your time. And how can you get back to feeling new, at least neutral? I don't even know that I wanted to feel neutral in that moment. I just wanted to be <laughs> angry about it, which is okay. Is, Sit in that emotion for a second. It is okay. But isn't that negatively impacting you and your psyche if you sit in that, especially for something so silly, right? Like I know we all do it because I used to have a job where I had, I would, I had traffic every day. For those listening, I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Christy, tell me about how wonderful my life should be. (laughs) Everybody's rolling their eyes at me right now. It's cool. cool. No, no, but I, I understand where your heart is and you're absolutely right. It's just, I am naturally the person who's going to complain about things before I'm excited about things. And that's just... (laughs) I I can't change that. That just is who I am. And yes, I can retrain my brain and yes, I can spend time on it, but I don't think it's all that bad. (laughs) I think I'm pretty awesome. I don't think it's all, I think you're pretty awesome too. Thanks. So do you have an inspiration or affirmation for us today? Of course I do. Is that actually a question? No, it's not. Of course you do. (laughs) What would you like to leave us with today, Christy? So I would like to leave you guys with this. Don't stay here. Go forward. I know it will be scary, but I promise it will be worth it. Thank you so much for listening to us this week. Follow us on Instagram at intentional period as period a period mother or email us at hello at intentional as a mother.com. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Don't forget to choose a word for the year. Bye friends.